Welcome back to Finding Catharsis. I'm your host, Simon Bentonkirth, and today I'm still in this, you know, momentum of recording a bunch of episodes because I'm here at work. Um, and you know, I think it's a uh, it's pretty pretty fun. So something I want to talk about, something that's really kind of important to me, is uh, self awareness, right? And practicing self awareness. So what is what is self awareness? It's the conscious decision of knowing like what your motives are, your desires, your character, like knowing things about yourself, right? And I like to, I, I choose to believe in my own professional opinion as a professional idiot. Um, <laughs> I'm very aware of my, I'm very self-aware of things in my life and situations in my life. And I try to do the best I can to continue to be this aware. But obviously, I'm not perfect, right? I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fuck it up sometimes. And that happens. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. But, you know, it's it's a conscious effort and choice that I, I need to make, right? In terms of, like, you know, learning and growing and, and whatnot. So, like, I'm very careful with understanding and making when – I, when I'm put in a position to learn things, make decisions and choices on things in my life – you know, I'm very conscious in understanding, right, the importance of, um, of just my own choice. Like, understanding that the decision I make is mine and mine alone. I'm choosing to make it on my own. I'm not influenced by anything exterior or interior, well, mostly interior to that decision, right? What I mean. Sorry, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, let me explain, right? I kind of alluded to a uh, moment of self-awareness with the with me deciding to break up with my ex, right? It was my personal choice to end that relationship, to not do the, you know, to finish end this relationship, to just move end things and move forward, right? Being single. There was and I made the a very deliberate and conscious effort to make that decision on my own, right? So I didn't talk to anyone about it. I didn't ask for advice from Vicky or Rob or anyone, right? I chose to make that decision on my own because I knew, you know, I was self-aware to know that this is a situation, this is a decision or a situation where I have to make it on my own. I have to be certain that this is what I want because obviously if, you know, you use the excuse of, oh, well, if you say, you know, well, you know, this person brought up a really value, valuable point, yada, yada. It's kind of like difficult to really, it's, it makes it harder for you to kind of think of how to phrase this properly. You have to, you don't want to allow an opportunity in a situation like that where someone else can be like, well, now it's their fault that my relationship's ruined. No. In certain, most cases, when a relationship ends, it's usually it mostly has to do with one of the two people inside that relationship. No one really else. <laughs> Newsflash: it's it's always between those people. And let's say if someone, if partner A cheated on partner B with you know person C, person C also still doesn't have any fucking role in that relationship, right? They're just and you know exterior things. A person that just happened to be there, even though they had no choice. They, didn't, they may have not known, and if they do know, then they do have a problem. It's very context-specific. Anyway, 
you know, being self-aware of your choices and what you want and what your needs are, or like, you know, what your situation is, it, it really is helpful because God, you know, for as self-aware as I am sometimes, it has really helped me like kind of understand like what my situation is and what the choices are and what can I do, right? Being, allowing myself to, being self-aware, which is a practice, it's not something you just have. Um, I, at least I truly believe it's a practice. Something you have to make a continual effort to keep doing, right? You have to continuously keep being self-aware and keeping, you know, checking your morals, checking your, you know, your beliefs. Like I choose, you know, being sure in what you're doing is it's important, right? And they'll change, right? As as we do, you know, humans are bound to change. If you really try to, you're bound to change. So some of your beliefs might, you know, you, your personality and beliefs will change and grow as you continue to grow yourself. Huh, did I miss one? I did. Whoopsie. Um, it'll continue to grow as you grow, right? So like, I think I have a very strong set of morals. They've been pretty consistent, but they also change like reasons why I do things, right? What am I finding as a primary factor for why I'm doing this certain thing? And initially it might be reason A, then it might shift to reason B, right? That's just part of being like, you know, being human and growing, right? As a person. And it's very, very vital, right? Like, and, and even then, like being, I'm very self-aware of my mental health, right? I make conscious efforts and decisions to, you know, be aware of it and, you know, make choices that reflect that, right? I choose not to drink because of my depression, right? knowing how often it flares up every, you know, few months or now I'll have a really bad time and I'll, you know, have to be, make the conscious effort to be like, Hey, yo, yeah. Um, I'm really not having straight up, not having a good time. Right. So it's, a, it's important to just understand that is what I'm getting at, you know, because it is making that effort helps. God knows that a lot of the time I, I avoided a lot of mis, a lot of the mistakes in my life because of that, you know, I avoided pitfalls because of it. And it's, it really is a, a thing you practice that you get better at as you practice more, right? I love the ability of being self-aware because it allows, it really does allow for the most optimal amount of growth, right? And what that mean, what that meaning is, right? With this, when you start to slowly piece together, you know, why you do things or why you choose to do things or why you choose to believe things, it makes it easier for you to make better decisions and better choices, which then leads you to have a better, more satisfying life. Or at least that's at least the hope, right? In, in, in theory, right? You know, having, be- making better choices and better decisions, you know, will make our lives easier, but it's not always the case, right? Sometimes making the better right choice is, is the harder decision to make, right? And you have to ask yourself whether you're willing to give up on those real motives or not, right? He goes into all this like concept of like integrity and morality, right? Well, doing the right in ethics, right? Doing the right thing legally and morally and deciding like, will you, your beliefs, you know, are you willing to compromise on your beliefs for, you know, X reason, right? You know, are you willing to compromise on your beliefs for more money, right? That's a, a, a typical one, uh, a typical like, uh, you know, questions like how much will it cost for you to break on your beliefs and 
my in my personal opinion, there's not enough money in the world for me to break my beliefs and you know my character. I, I don't have a price for it. I'm I have a very strict moral compass, and it I believe it leads me down the right path that I'm on. And you know, it's not necessarily that. Um, my compass is bad. It's probably more so I'm bad at reading the compass. And that happens sometimes, right? I'm not perfect, right? I make mistakes. I've done things that I'm not entirely proud of, right? I've made choices and decisions in my relationship that I probably shouldn't have done, but I also don't regret doing, like talking to people in, in behind her back, not about her, but people that she didn't like, talking to them anyway, because these people mean more to me. I just didn't know. I just didn't have the proper skills, nor mindset, nor um, understood enough how much they mean to me. It wasn't until that Daniel Sloss special that I mentioned that's kind of like, oh, yeah, wait, actually, yeah, that I kind of understood. Like, you know, these people are they they love me unconditionally. You know. And one of the good things that I'll say is that, you know, the guy, the group of friends I currently have now that I hang out with the most, um, not that I got her approval of them, but she did mention, like, she she said before we ended things, she's really happy I have those friends because they're good people. And I'm glad, you know, it, it, it's weird to hear it from her, even though I ended things. It's good to know that I have that, you know, anyway. Making those conscious effort, knowing yourself more than anything else, understanding what your best needs are, are vital. And it helps you pick out people too, right? Like I mentioned, like having a good, um, having someone who's in your corner, someone who really does, you know, has your best interests in mind, it is fucking critical, man. It is the most, one of the most critical things to have in a, in, in a friend and someone you trust is knowing that they have their best, your best interests in mind. Right. And I mentioned, you know, Vicky and Rob and, you know, my friends I hang out with, they've always had my best interests in mind. Right. And sometimes they're wrong. They can be wrong. Right. Sometimes their advice isn't always spot on. Right. You know, and it's not that it's not spot on, like they're giving you bad advice. It's just sometimes that maybe those applicate the, that their advice isn't the application that's best for you. It may not be what you need entirely at that moment. And, but, you know, maybe it's something that you might hold on to for later and then you go, oh, right. I've had plenty of those moments. Um, definitely the one I can think best vividly is the one with uh, in context of my ex and breaking up my, four months into my relationship, asking Vicky, like, venting to her and she goes yeah you know she sounds like she's got a lot of time and you should just end things because it just sounds like it's going to get harder for you and boy do I wish I listened to her then but it'd be like that sometimes you know you you gotta make you gotta experience things to learn what it is you need and don't need right what you want and what you're willing to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with and I learned right and you know I don't regret the four years of my relationship. And some people be like, oh my God, like, do you regret it? I'm like, no. I mean, if I could do it differently, obviously, but you know, I don't necessarily think all bad, right? And it's something I'm learning about, right? It's very common for guys to like hate their ex or be like, don't fucking think about your ex. I'm like, 
Nah, see, that's fucking like that regressive, that toxic masculinity shit. Like I was talking about her before to my friends, and he's like, yeah, that's what you need to do. Stop thinking about it. I'm like, all right, whatever you say, dickhead. Because it's not like her per se, but just some of the experiences you take away from that relationship. And, you know, I, I think it's vital to learn and grow. And I don't have any spite towards her. Not really. I mean, maybe am I angry over some things? Sure. But I mean, it's more so just a lot to do more with myself and my own, you know, ego and self-esteem and whatnot, but nothing on her. I mean, I don't, she's not my property. She's not anyone's property. You know, she's her own individual person with her own complexities as anybody else. And the choices she makes are her and hers alone. She can say whatever the fuck she wants. Oh, you made me do this, whatever. But no, it was her choice in the long run. Um, because you, you are, I mean, granted you can be manipulated to do things, which is vital thing, but you got to be self-aware in situations like that. Like, am I doing this for me? Right. Or am I doing this because of someone else? And then you have to really decide, are you going to go through with it? And that's one of the beauties of self-awareness. Not, but the thing is though, is that not everyone can be self-aware, right? Not everyone has the, uh, the facilities or the capabilities to be self-aware. And it's important to understand if you have someone in your life that you care about and they're not, they don't have the ability to do that, to be able to, you know, you have to ask yourself first, are you self-aware and, you know, being able to give that resource and advice to them about like, Hey, you know, you should really practice self-awareness. You should really start asking questions. And I think one of the best pieces of advice that Rob has ever given me is that, is that questions give us direction. They give us a figure out like, you know, cause life is really just like this unknown map we kind of use quite, we use questions to kind of figure out where the fuck we're going. And, you know, it's definitely a vital thing, right? You know, by asking them, you, by asking good questions, you, you allow yourself to kind of figure out really the, the, the meat and potatoes of the, of whatever it is you're trying to figure out. Right. Like I was giving advice to my friend and, you know, I was asking questions, you know, tell him like reason I'm asking is like, you have to ask yourself these things because it, you know, you, maybe you don't know, you know, you don't know. And you kind of have to spend some more time thinking about it, figuring it out. Like, do I really feel this way? What am I really looking for? What do I want? You know, and we can sometimes go into brash uh, assumptions, but it's important to understand like, you know, the difference, right? Being again, self-aware, the common theme of this episode is that it's being aware of like, huh, what am I, am I doing this for me? Am I doing it because of, you know, my own choices and decisions in life? Hmm. It's a great, it's a great practice and ability to just learn and know. I just checked an email. I'm getting a massage, a muscle massager. Hell yeah. You know, like those little muscle massagers, like, you know, the little gun, it's a little TikTok video where the guy has one and makes his finger move real fast and he tries it on his girl. And they're both surprised that she does something. He's like, I didn't know you could do that. I even know I can do that. Very, very meme. Very fun. 10 out of 10. Um, I got me one of those because I have a knot in my uh, fucking uh, left shoulder, like kind of like near my neck. Um, I think it's like kind of like it, it's really fucked because sometimes when I move my neck too fast, um, looking to the left, it like kind of pinches a nerve and I kind of like bunch up to like not have it hurt so much. Um, and my friend's like, yeah, dude, you got like a deep ass knot. I think it's from wearing a, a heavier helmet than I normally do playing airsoft and I turning my neck, uh, turning real fast, look behind me. Um, I got me one of those so I can get the knots out of my fucking 
arm and feel a little better and not feel like in so much fucking pain. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, that was a side tangent. Um, but yeah, I'm very, that's one of the things I'm aware of is I rant and I go on tangents and sometimes I'll get sidetracked. You know, these are the small things about myself, my personality. And, you know, one of the great things about it is like, you know, knowing now that how self-aware I really am, it really helps for like the next part of my journey uh, that is hopefully I want to do this year is going really seriously getting back into dating. Um, I was trying to date in the beginning of the year, like, you know, for the last few months, like, you know, into 2021, trying to date going on Tinder and shit like that. But I realized I kind of need time away from it. And Tinder isn't the best dating app for like serious relationships, in my opinion. Um, I mean, people who have kudos to you, but it's not for me. Um, you know, I want to, I want to give it a shot, but I'm of the belief that if I'm going to get in dating, I, I got to be introduced to somebody, right? Like I've got to, they got to be a friend of a friend, you know, they got to know someone I know, right? Like, and and the reason, the reason why is just familiarity and just like, you know, having a kind of like the thing with like meeting strangers online is like you, you kind of very jumping into the unknown, right? You don't have any, like, you might have similar interests, you know, let's say dating app, like, you know, you, oh, we listen to the same music or, you know, we have similar hobby interests, but um, sometimes it's just a little easier, like, hey, we both know this person. So, like, you know, tell me about him. Like, how do you meet him? How do you know him? And then the conversation gets away from, like, at first gets away from, you know, you and them, but the thing that you both kind of are interested in. And then you can kind of grow to, like, learn about each other a little bit more and gives context and then you kind of build on it. Um, so that's something I'm thinking of. My mentor, Rob, Rob was saying, you should try getting back dating, you know, you're in shape and everything working out, you know, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, but I told him straight up, like, I'm only doing it if, you know, if I'm introduced to somebody, he's like, well, I don't know anybody your age. I'm like, well, who's this Who bold of you to assume that I would, you know, I'm, it's gotta be my age. I don't mind dating someone who's, you know, in her thirties. Fuck do I care? As long as, you know, she's down for my shenanigans. Yeah, I'm down for it. I was going to say really dumb thing about age is nothing but a number, but I mean, it, it's a serious number. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm really, what I'm really doing about self-awareness is just preaching to the choir, man. It's, it is such a fantastic thing, a tool to have in your arsenal just because it, of just the many applications you can use it for, right? Being self-aware of what it, what my needs are, what my wants are, allows me to pick relationships easier. Allows me to build relation, decide which relationships are worth building, right? Because I know the people I want to surround myself with. I want to surround myself around people who are equally as ambitious as I am, or even more so. So they inspire me to be, become more ambitious, right? People who want to see, who are seeking personal growth and change, who are willing to accept difficult truths and become better and do the hard thing. And while sometimes it's, you know, it really is easier said than done, right? In some cases, like I have a friend, guy's really smart. He wants to do changes, but I think like there are certain things he still has to get to deal with first before he gets there. And that's only a journey he can get on himself. We can mean, you know, our group of friends can put him on the path as much as we can, but it's up to him to take the leap. And, you know, it's scary sometimes. It really is going into the unknown 
having to do something different that you're not used to, right? And, you know, you have to be, you have to know yourself well enough if that's really for you. If that is, if you're self-aware enough to understand that if that choice is for you and you alone, right? Man. I really love, and you know, one of the things that helps me become self-aware is this podcast. I know I kind of abandoned it a few times, like my dad did. (laughs) I love that joke. I love that joke so much. Hey, remember that podcast that I abandoned? Uh, Like my dad abandoned me? Yeah, about that. (laughs) But like that's being self-aware. It's knowing like I made, you know, I, I do these things, right? It's understanding and having foreknowledge of like why, you know, why I really abandoned it. I really abandoned it because sometimes this podcast can be kind of time consuming and my ability to kind of like my perfectionism of wanting to make sure this episode, I, I like the episode more than anything before I upload it or post it online. It's vital. Like right now, while I've been giggling and laughing and been very like sometimes just fun, trying to be funny, um, you know, sometimes I can't always do that or I don't feel comfortable with a certain topic to do that. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I'll delete it and scrap it to then redo the entire thing. Or sometimes it just totally forget what I'm talking about and just go, huh? But like one of the beauties of what I love about this episode specifically is that it doesn't have to be like too long or too short because, you know, a lot of it is just under acknowledging like, hey, like I'm not perfect and understanding the limitations of my flaws and my, you know, my, my strengths and weaknesses all that stuff, it allows me to kind of like build around this main topic of self-awareness, right? It's understanding myself. It's being aware of who you are really. You know, so I'm someone who goes on tangents, who goes, talks a little bit about stuff, who tries to be funny and it's got a weird sense of humor. I got a weird sense of humor, you know? So like, but this podcast allows me to be, has that avenue and that uh, medium of being able to just kind of be self-aware, just discuss things I have to be I have to be you know honest about it I have to look back at things and be like well I see these signs right my older brother right talking about his alcoholism and his bent you know going him going on that bender I had not had alcohol for a while you know when he told me the story and when he told me that you know shortly after I think it was shortly after I had already gotten like blitzed at my friend's place you know I think it was right around then where he told me and I just kind of realized like oh so if he has it, right, if he can go on this spender, and I think my older brother is very self-aware, very smart, very conscious of like his own choices and stuff. If that can happen to him and he hide it and that was going on for God knows how long, it's inevitable that it can also happen to me, even regardless of how prepared and well-equipped I am, you know, being self-aware. It could still happen to me, right? I can still slip, right? Make mistakes because it's, it's, you know, it's human to error. Right. So, you know, that those those having that skills and identifying those things helps, you know, a lot. And it it leads it can lead you to, you know, be like, wow, you know what? I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I was conscious of that decision. I was aware of it because now I I could avoid that pitfall in my life. So, you know, I'm I try to be very aware of like why, you know, again, it's it's this it's a it is a skill but it needs to be redefined it needs to be defined every time every like you have to keep practicing it and getting better at it it's not like one of those skills where you can kind of just be like ah i'm, I'm set right i don't have to get better at it uh, now that i've got it you know i can do it no you gotta keep 
renewing it and getting better and getting better. Because sometimes you'll think you're self-aware and it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this decision. But then you go, oh, fuck, actually, no, I wasn't. Oh, my God, I regret this decision. Oh, my God, I fucking hate this. Why did I do this? And you can spiral bad. I mean, I know that I've had that happen to me sometimes where I realize like I'm confident with a decision, realize I wasn't confident at all. And now I regret making a decision in the first place. Right. And then you trick yourself or lie to yourself to kind of get accept that you did it. And it's really nasty. Yeah. Well, one of the things, too, about this like podcast is just like something that I'm aware of now because, you know, I you know, some, and, and sometimes awareness is just people bringing you advice and making you aware of certain situations that allows you to kind of pick up on certain similar situations that happen in the future and be like, oh, wait didn't I just talk about this with what's his face or what's her face? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I remember maybe I should just probably not do, just do what they told me I should do now. Whatever that, that being is, you know, like this podcast, like I talked to Robin before about it and being like, yeah, you know, sometimes I find it difficult to kind of, you know, do episodes, you know, just because I, you know, I feel like I have to do this long, you know, hour long episode and, you know, it, that it's an hour, dude. And then record, then knowing, you know, again, like I mentioned, like my perfectionism and like realizing, oh, I don't, I didn't feel like I don't like how, what I said, or I don't feel comfortable with it. And then like the episode and then I have to do a whole other hour. That's multiple hours of like, you know, back to back. So, you know, I've been starting to, this is a kind of a series of just like 30 minute, you know, quickish podcast episodes because a lot of it's just like getting you know talking about a conversation my feelings about it my experiences with it and just learning and realizing going huh and then you know kind of ending it on like a part that I figured it out at least these last few episodes right and again this it's not necessarily cathartic right I'm not crying all the time about it except for an episode that I'll do in a little bit um, about one of my favorite movies and how it kind of drove me to to tears. Um, you know, a lot of it is just like you know, it's it's just understanding. Like I, I've I've come to a realization and I've had to pull some things out and be like, oh wow. And while they're not necessarily you know cathartic in its entire sense, where it's re- this release of strong emotion, but more so just pulling at least like somewhat digging out the stronger emotion. You know, it it helps, right? It is extremely vital to like that personal growth thing. And, you know, I, I, I do believe self-awareness is a phenomenal skill that you can only get better at. And it's if you and it, I think one of it, too, is that it gets it does get a little bit harder the older you get. But the moment you really grasp the idea of it, it gets so much easier to practice. And I think even at an old age, you can really get at it. It helps so much more when you're younger, but good luck. Unless, like, you're a fucking super genius kid and be like, oh, yeah, dude, I fucking, I got it. I get what life is all about. Newsflash, you, no one does. But, you know, having that skill in your corner and even if you realize, oh, maybe, you know, I'm not as self-aware or maybe I am and maybe I should start practicing a little bit more, like, really digging deep and figuring that stuff out. It might help you, you know, find some sense of catharsis, whether that's, you know, you, you know, find that emotional outlet and you feel relieved and weight is off your shoulders, or you feel like you have a better understanding of yourself, right? And that's what, that's what helping, that's how you find catharsis 
or how, you know, finding catharsis can help you become self-aware, right? Because you, now you're, you, you've come to this realization, you release, you relieve this strong, you know, strong emotion, you know, that's been repressed. You know, you, you allow yourself to kind of become more aware and that's fucking beautiful. Having that skill and having that ability and knowing that it's always there for you. It's fucking magnifique. Yeah. So that's I, I'm comfortable to say that I'm good with what I've got so far. So whenever you're listening, oh, let me give you some dad advice, right? I'm thinking, right? Thinking a lot about all these different things in life, and there's, and this will be a little bit of a tease in the next episode. It's not your fault. It's it's not your fault. The things that happen, there there's life is difficult. There are things, there are situations that you'll be put in, and sometimes it can feel like it's your fault, right? For example, when my the the reason you know I I blamed myself. There was a lot of guilt I had about the reason why my relationship with my father was the way it was. It was because I, it was my fault in some way or another, I, and it was I should have done more, but it wasn't my fault. It's not my fault my dad was this piece of shit who didn't want to put the effort in to build a decent relationship with me. It's not my fault that his death, I, I blamed myself for his death. You know, it's not my fault for the things that are going on in my life, right? These things happen and I'm, I'm making the most out of it and knowing that it's not my fault sometimes it, it that reminder of it can be liberating knowing that you you know what happens to you isn't necessarily always your fault sometimes it's just the way things are it's the fault of others you know and it's, it's very important to make to define that right sometimes it is you know your fault <laughs> it's not to say you are without fault but understand that some of the things that happen to you in your life isn't your fault. They're out of your control and you're loved by people really loved, you know, and it doesn't mean like, you know, romantic love where it's like, Oh yeah, you know, I want to kiss, make out with you or, you know, blow your back, you know, have sex. But sometimes just knowing like there's someone there for you whenever you need it. Knowing and, and you knowing that it's, it's not your fault. Amazing. It's a phenomenal feeling. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Whenever you listen to this, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And we'll talk soon. I love you. I'm proud of you.